Yes, you are very welcome back to the Jack McDonald Show here on CRCFM. Of course, I'm still joined in studio by Kevin Rowland. And now on the line is very interesting man, Keen McNicholas. How are things, Keen? Not bad, Jack. Well, Keen has been doing some investigative work for the programme, Keevini, and he's done a fair job for himself. Uh, Keen, when, of course, you were covering the pilot, uh, pilot festival that we've seen over the weekend. W- before you interviewed all these people, what did you think of the event itself? Look, I thought it was a positive uh, step forward. Like, all of us want to get out, want to enjoy our social lives again, and this was a huge step forward in this, like, the government. Uh, allowed 3,500 people into this event uh, looking to get these big outdoor events back hopefully by the end of this summer uh, all going well on the vaccine front but it is a, it's a huge step forward Yes, exactly. It's a huge step forward, and indeed, it was very, very interesting to see uh, to see all of the voices you interviewed. So, without further ado, it's about a four-minute piece. So, hopefully, Keen, you can stay on the line. But for the listeners, very interesting. Listen here. Take a listen. This is all of the different people who attended the festival at the weekend. So, just give us an idea of what the actual event is like. Yeah, sure. So, how it started off was you had to get antigen tested before actually going to the event. You had the option to get your COVID test Friday afternoon or Saturday morning. We popped in at like 20 past eight. We were home in time for Love Island. It took two or three minutes. Everyone had their own little pod. Pods were either four or six. There was some that were benches and then Mm -hmm. some were like, you know, the metal kind of barriers that, you know, everyone kind of saw. So the benches didn't have metal barriers around them because they were actually spread out, if you get me. What were you doing at the festival yesterday? Uh, Cameraman. I was um, senior cameraman at uh, the um, festival last night. So I was playing bass with Denise Chyla. Yeah, was this your first festival uh, in 15 months? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, oh. <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, we had had something like nearly 40 concerts booked in last March, which were all cancelled because of COVID. I've done loads of things now, like live streams and uh, working with the PX boys. We went to that. We got to do the Tommy Tiernan show and stuff like that. But in terms of playing to anybody, that was that was the first thing in 16 months, yeah. What changes did you see in this one, you know, especially from a cameraman's point of view? Uh, no mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> this time was very relaxed. It was very, you know, people weren't, they knew, people knew that um, they had to be social distanced. And I mean, the MCs, the two Johnnies on stage, mm-hmm. they made sure everybody knew it. You know, they, they joked about it as well, saying like, you know, um, you know, if you're in your own pods, you know, kiss the only girl in the pod or something like that or whatever. But I think there was only one person with COVID that was tested that was turned away at the gate. What did you make of the atmosphere compared to other events? The atmosphere was great because, you know, people were dying to get back to it. Towards towards the the sort of later half of the night, the evening, um, there was a massive, there was a fantastic atmosphere. I mean, I can't, I, it was just electric, you know? Mm. I mean, it was hard for, for us as, as camera uh, cameramen to to, we, we want to get the crowds going on the, on the big screens, you know? So what we do is we put a camera on people that are dancing or having some fun and they see themselves in the tel- you know, on the big screens and all that kind of stuff. And they go crazy, you know? So we, we kind of bring up the atmosphere for them as well. The atmosphere was pretty dead at the start and then it picked up like a good bit later on. I think when Denise Chyla came on, that was when people really like she, I mean, she, she was brilliant. I'd say she was the best of the night. And the atmosphere was really good. But now, like, it's still nothing like a festival. That's what I'd say. One person who was there said to me, felt like she was in a sheep pen. It was really good. You could just tell that everybody was so excited. And there was, like, no mess and everybody just did what they were told. But 
at the same time we weren't given many instructions or many orders it was really good in the sense that people did like behave themselves and people did follow the rules what is it like to play bass in front of 3500 people fun very fun mm. my bass actually decided to die on me just before i went up on stage so um i actually borrowed uh sharon shannon's bassist he's um Angus from the Waterboys, he he gave me his his bass just before I went up. So that probably didn't help the nerves. But once I was up there, I was just enjoying it, mate. And who was your favourite actor band? Gavin James is my favourite, but Denise Shiloh was unbelievable. She was absolutely unreal. I mean, she had such a stage presence and just overall performance and her energy was amazing. The best band, they were all good. I mean, you know... Um... For me, it was Wild Youth and mm. uh, obviously Gavin James. You know, them two bands for me are just, you know, I just, I love the energy they give, especially when we're on camera because, you know, them fast paced shots where we've got Alan in the truck, vision mixing, and we have um, all the cameras buzzing from the music and we're trying to, you know, give them the, the best creative shots we can, you know, kind of, you know, to, to get the energy going again in the um, in the crowd, in the audience, you know. Yes, well, that was, of course, many reports, many different reports from the experiences, all generally positive, Kian, uh, Did that change how you thought about the concert? It did. And the main reaction I kind of got was, look, the atmosphere was quite subdued when they first got in. But the, when the pubs opened, when Denise Shida came on at around half past five, that is when the atmosphere really picked up. And it was interesting to hear that they only opened the pubs at half five and they closed at nine. So people weren't drunk. People were very relaxed. People were much more, I would say, calmer in, in, in comparing to, to usual festivals that you're used to. And, I mean, go back to the original point, it did. It, it changed the way I thought it would be. Um, you know, I thought the atmosphere would, would lack, um, from, from speaking to obviously these people, you know, said more opposite, it really picked up at, at half five and they really enjoyed it. Yeah, i got to be honest, to me it looked awful. It just, um, and that's not even, uh, but to be fair, the, the work Keen has put in has kind of turned my head a, turned my head a little bit. Yeah, but. fantastic work, Keen. It's really good Vox Pop that you compiled there and it's kind of quite seismic in a historic way. You know, it's been so long since we've had any kind of live events in this country and finally we are opening up to a certain extent, but it did seem to be, you know, the elite of Dublin, not just Ireland, that were performing there and also had the golden tickets to attend. Looking at it, it was all influencers that seemed to have gotten it. I didn't hear of anybody that I knew that even knew about this well, event. There's, there's about 3,000 tickets, they said, mm. roughly. So they were like gold dust. Yeah, it's going to be easier to get into the mail match now on Sunday, you know, and they're going to be more like gold dust. The fact that the atmosphere picked up at the same time the pubs opened, who's surprised? Uh, is, is this going to be the future of live events? Because it did kind of look like that Sunday at a festival when they're playing War on Drugs or, you know, the National, when everyone's mother and father decide to appear at the festival and, and the rest of the young people are too embarrassed and ashamed after what they've gotten up to on the Friday and the Saturday. And then it's just everyone's cool uncle just badly dancing. I've gone to, gone to quite a few. I've never gone to Electric Picnic. I've gone to Forbidden Fruit, Longitude a few times. Uh, I've been to sea sessions several times. Do enjoy that. I was looking forward to last year in Mayo. We finally had a festival. Johnny Marrow's to be performing, and uh, Dermot Kennedy, I believe, also. But of course, COVID did cancel that. I do prefer festivals in Europe. Uh, I've gone to Ziggit in Budapest and 
and in music in Zagreb, just uh, a lot more of a cheaper in, ecstasy, cheaper, <laughs> cheaper everything, cheaper beer. More importantly, cheaper accommodation. You know, nicer people ultimately as well. I love the nicer Irish. Nicer people. Yeah, yeah. You just get way too many undesirables. I think at Irish festivals, especially at the bigger ones. What's You're, the What's the age audience like generally in the festivals? Because there seems to be a lot of older people. Like yeah. when I hear teachers going, "Oh, electric picnic," I'm like, "Stay away! You're, yeah. This is not watch it on TV. Stop." Uh, what's hmm. it like over in the continent it ha- has much more of a, a general mix of people there's less of the kind of messiness that you get with an Irish festival where people kind of take things to the limits it's just the kind of Irish mentality binge away uh, just kind of forget about all your problems that way and they're Generally, people are kind of e- much more approachable. And anytime I've been there, I think I've been the disgrace. So <laughs> I can't be saying much. Kian, did you were you kind of envious after you talked to all of those people? Well, actually, firstly, how did you hunt all, all those people down? Because uh, you know, I didn't expect all of those. Uh, you know, you got the bass player, you had the cameraman. How did you hunt those people down? So social media is is a real, real, real help in, in those situations. So you, you kind of look at the hashtags and you know what the crack. Um, and you kind of hunt them down that way. But um, were I, were they? Was it difficult to explain to them what was going on, or were they all happy to have their voices heard? Most of them were happy to have their voices heard, believe it or not. Um, when they got talking to me, they're like, "Who's this fella?" But um, most of them were, were very positive about the event. You have to, had to say, and they're very happy to speak about it, I guess. And and you know they had their their livelihoods wiped out as well as the important part there you know a lot of them talking about that a few gigs with uh, the Tommy Tiernan show pay a little bit but I mean it's nowhere near your man said he had 35 to 40 uh, video mixing uh, gigs booked before the pandemic shut shut them all down so it's a very interesting insight yeah totally Uh, I just really am shook by the idea that it requires antigen testing to kind of test all this out in the Netherlands they did an indoor event and 180 people were infected with COVID so it that kind of maybe paints a more negative picture on our reopening or in Miami they had New Year's Eve New Mm. Year's Day and they've been partying even before that but they've been partying well since it's like it's full open uh, Bojo over in the UK he's uh, you know got nightclubs back and everything's booming over yeah. there strip clubs are going to be open next week in the UK are they? yeah I have my flights booked well, <laughs> I think your flights are booked to Albania not the there, UK unless you're going for a diversion Kian, <laughs> Kian thanks a lot uh, for compiling all of those of course we will definitely have to uh, see anything uh, you know see, find another topic or two for you to harass a few people about if you're up for it. Your podcast, of course, is To The Point Podcast, which I'm sure is available on all podcasting platforms.